Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back on this rare Monday afternoon, August the 10, 2015. You've got the human suplex machine, John Gross. You've got the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and it is WCWS Raw Radio here on Talk Shoe for a rare Monday. The number is 724-444-7444, and boy, we got a show for you here in our episode number three today, don't we, John? Yes, we do. So let's get into it if we can. Of course, we would love to hear from you out there in Radio Land. Again, our numbers are 724-444-7444. you got the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, you've got J.D., the Iceman, Dijeralmo in Pittsburgh. So here we go. We're ready to begin with our top stories of the week. And our first story, John, as I mentioned right before we went on the air today, is what happened this past week at some house show events. Of course, the first being we'll go halfway across the world to the land down under Australia, the superstars. Needless to say, uh, have actually uh, come back from Australia, believe it or not, and they are back into the U.S., however. We understand Seamus did not make the trip, however, and we found out now why he did not make the trip to Australia due to a concussion. As a result, he has been looked over, we understand, over the weekend. We don't know if he will be at Raw tonight, where Raw is, however, and that is in Seattle, Washington. But, uh, John, uh, your thoughts about Seamus with a concussion and right now his status for SummerSlam and uh, his health overall at this point? Well, I think we should get Seamus. I think Seamus should take some time off to heal from his concussion. Yes. I mean, you know, it's possible that he's gonna that he'll be back to uh, cashing his money in the bank. But I would hold off. I would give him the some days off before SummerSlam until he returns. Yes. To Thornton. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they play it out, obviously, and uh, we'll be keeping our eyes and ears posted on it. And speaking of briefcases, you just mentioned, uh, let's talk about a very scary incident that happened up in Vancouver this past weekend, however, in Canada slash Washington State, if you will. Apparently, some unruly fans, however, got a little out of hand at a house show Saturday night and attacked Roman Reigns in his matchup against Bray Wyatt. As a result, Roman was knocked loopy for a little while in his matchup against Bray Wyatt. The fans were escorted out of the building, and I heard earlier today. They have now been told, however, they will not be allowed to attend any more shows in that neck of their region, however, and have been barred for life, believe it or not, following their actions, believe it or not, the other night. To me, I think it was a good call on their part, however. I mean, this is just absolutely criminal beyond you would believe. I think it's wrong. It's totally just arrogant, but it's also just unsafe, if you will. And I don't know if the security guards knew these people were doing it, John, or not, but uh, if you ask me, I don't think they were doing their job. We'll have to wait and see, but uh, this was a very scary ordeal on Saturday night in Vancouver. Pretty much a scary ordeal in Vancouver. I mean, I mean, there, there are fans trying to be unruly, but at the same time, look what happened in 2003. A fan poured beer on Eddie Guerrero, and it, Eddie almost went at it with a fan. Yep, that's correct. Uh, Chris Jericho in Canada a few years before, uh, sometime after that, I remember. It was uh, after it was, I think it was over in, in that section yeah. of the woods, too. So, I mean, 
I mean, you can be a fan like us, however, but at the same time, we wouldn't do stuff like that, and we hope none of you fans out there would do it either. But for those fans who can't, I, I hope, guess. I hope they, uh, I hope whoever does this yes. gets more what they deserve. And I'm saying this right now. Fans, do not jump in a wrestling ring or do not throw anything at all, because if you do, you're going to find yourself in a whole heap of trouble. Oh, no question about it. I agree. I think we're all going to agree there. And Again, our numbers are 724-444-7444 here on WCWS Raw Radio, Episode 3. We're in our third week, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And It's been a great two weeks so far. We hope you enjoy our third show here today. As we said, John brought up a great point. However, I agree. However, I mean, these fans were unruly. They were just totally unsafe. And they didn't know what the heck they were doing, I'm sure. But at the same time, if they knew what they were doing, however, why didn't the security stop them? I'll never know. But uh, we're going to keep our eyes and ears on that story as well in the coming days ahead. But another big story, John, as we continue our top stories here in the show today before we get into the Raw uh, preview for tonight's show, which is, of course, in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. Hulk Hogan is back in the news once again, ladies and gentlemen. And now they're saying, apparently, Hulk Hogan could be per- be, sent- be uh, prosecuted for perjury because of the statements he made following his little rants, if you will, the last few weeks. Uh, John, what do you make of this whole uh, new development about Hulk Hogan? Well, you know, it's only been two weeks since we've seen this whole ordeal and this whole thing play out. But I'm wondering, you know, that Hogan's been having this golfer recently, and I'm wondering, I'm still thinking that the golfer is trying to attempt to blackmail Hogan's life and not to mention his family and not to mention the WWE and his wrestling career as well. Yes, I, th- I think a lot of people would agree to that, but some people may disagree because of the way Hogan made those comments on those uh, tapes, apparently, that were actually recorded by Bubba the Love Sponge's ex-wife Heather, a, a woman that Hogan supposedly had intimate relations with, in a way, let's just say. Well, our number, again, is 724-44-7444. Again, that's 724-444-7444, WCWS Raw Radio. Each and every week, you can hear us on WCWS Revolution. 3 to 5 p.m. Monday, however, of course, you've got the human suplex machine, John Gross, and of course, I am the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Uh With that said, now, let's get into Raw, of course. Tonight, John, they are in Seattle, Washington. Tomorrow, they are in Portland, Oregon, of course. They will be doing their show on Wednesday rather than tomorrow because of the tragic passing of the great Hot Scott, Hot Roddy Piper, of course. His services tomorrow, where a lot of people, past and present, will be there, I'm sure, in attendance, of course. Uh, with that said, however, we understand Brock Lesnar will not be here tonight in Seattle. Let's just say John Cena is also not going to be there in Seattle, we understand. But we do hear that there is a possibility that we could see a return of a certain wrestler, Ryback, believe it or not, making a return tonight. And that could set up the big match coming up maybe at SummerSlam for the IC title, Ryback, The Miz, and The Big Show. Uh, with that said, your thoughts going into tonight's uh, show, John? What do we expect in Seattle? Well, I think we're going to be expecting a good show even though we have Stephen Ammo in here to confront Stardust. Yes, that's the that's one of the big stories coming into Raw tonight. You're right, I just was going to bring that up. Yes, Stephen Amell, ladies and gentlemen, of the star Arrow on Sci-Fi, will be in attendance, we understand, and tweeted out last week he plans on confronting Cody Rhodes' Stardust, if you will, and we know Stardust has had his issue the last week with another individual who had a great match last week, probably one of the best matches on Raw I've seen in quite some time, and that is the man of Gravity Forgot, the former NXT world champion, Mr. Neville, against Seth Rollins, but uh, continue from uh, Stephen Amell and Cody. What do you expect from those two tonight there? Uh, John? 
Well, I'm going to expect to see that um, Amel, Stardust, Call Out Amel, and Amel comes out. Hopefully, they do something like a Miz TV segment, because I've heard rumors that uh, the Miz could be involved, too, with Adrian Neville. That is correct. I did hear that at the end of last week. That that is correct. I thought I heard that, too, after last week's SmackDown, before SmackDown was last week in Sacramento. That is correct. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of rumblings about that, too. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we also talking about, we just I just mentioned Seth Rollins. We heard about his open challenge last week. We don't know if John Cena will be answering the call this week. Obviously, it looks like he won't be there tonight in Seattle. He could be there next week in Minneapolis. And, of course, that is going to be a wild show in itself next week with the go-home show before SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker said to be in Brock's old college hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we don't know if John Cena will be taking off SummerSlam this year or not. Uh, right now, of course, uh, it remains to be seen. Um, so time will only tell. Uh, again, our numbers are 724-444-444. What's that? And speaking of John Cena, yes. him and uh, Nikki celebrated yes. their three-year anniversary Oh, is that correct? Okay, yes, we want to send out our our wishes to both of them. Congratulations, guys, uh, from all of us here at WCWS Raw Radio and WCWS Revolution. Uh, Best of luck, congrats to a great uh, success so far, and continued uh, much uh, success for you both in the future from all of us here at the show. Uh, Our numbers again, 724-444-7444. It is TalkShoe, WCWS Raw Radio here each and every Monday you can hear on the Revolution. Chad, Sometimes you, well, I almost said Chad. I meant to say John, Human Suplex Machine Bros. Uh, and of course, Jared D. Jamal, the Iceman, me being your host. Of course, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can listen to Chad Hinshaw. That's what I was going to get at. Uh, the Queen Diva, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, Mr. NWO, Gerard King, NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the rest of the panel on their show with thoughts and uh, stories as well. With that said, however, speaking of NXT, however, ladies and gentlemen, I was just, I, that was going to lead me into my next segment. I didn't quite say, NXT, but I might as well get into it now, ladies and gentlemen. The NXT pay-per-view is coming up in a few weeks, John, in Brooklyn. It is sold out, we understand, now at the Barclays Center. It's going to be a great show down there the day before SummerSlam, we understand. And uh, I already got the lineup picked, so uh, with that said, we're going to give you our predictions how are on each match, and then we're also going to talk about uh, a couple other things here on the show today. Uh, before we do that, we want to wish off first off... props to Triple H for saying... A record crowd of 13,000. Triple H, Stephanie, even though we hate, still hate you on TV, you did a tremendous job. Oh, no question about it. And, and kudos to both of them. The NXT brand, I'm, I mean, I have my NXT shirt on here today here on the show, and I, I just got it from a friend of mine who went to the Arnold Classic back in March, however, in Columbus, and actually got this for me. And NXT, just as they say every week on the show, however, is the brand to be. It continues to be the future and excitement. And believe me, folks, I am always I am an NXT mark through and through, however, and I just like what they're doing down there. And I think they just continue to get better each and every week, however. It doesn't matter what whether it's a pay-per-view, whether it's a house show, whatever, they are the futures of the WWE boys and girls, whether it be a Bailey, a Becky Lynch, a Charlotte, a Kevin Owens, a Cesaro, whoever. They just continue to shine each and every week down there in Winter Park, Florida. So with that said, before we get into that, speaking of NXT, however, we want to wish a British wrestler and a fellow WWE competitor, King Wade Barrett, turning 35 years old today. Yes, folks, Wade Barrett has a birthday today. So, Wade, uh, from all of us here at WCWS 
Radio and WCWS Raw Revolution. However, we'd like to wish you a very happy birthday and hope it's a very special day out there for you in the Pacific Northwest and hope you enjoy your day and many, many more to come. Okay, our number again is 724-444-7444 here on U.S. Raw Radio. Of course, it is Monday, August the 10th, 2015. So with that said, John, let's get into our predictions now, however, in more ways than one, and get your thoughts. With that said, we'll lead off, of course. These are in no particular order, but uh, we'll begin with the Divas match, however. It is Sasha Banks putting the NXT Women's Belt on the line against the Firecracker Bailey. Who do you like in this one? I think we should see Bailey walk out the NXT Championship because Sasha's been holding that championship for so long, and I think the Firecracker, the Huggable Bailey, yes. will pull one out and become the champ. I agree. I mean, Sasha's been a great champion, no question, and she's been really good since she came up to the WWE as well. Bailey, I think, since coming back from an injury, however, is starting to feel her uh, way around the ring again. She always has the fans around her because she's huggable and lovable, and she's definitely going to have the fans in Brooklyn cheering her name, and without question, I think she's going to win this one, too. Uh, next, for the tag team titles, we got Wes- we got uh, Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake taking on the Vaudevillians, Aiden English and Mr. Gotch. Who do you like in this one? Who were they again? Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy, the NXT champs, versus the Vaudevillians, Aiden English and Mr. Gotch, however. I think, the, I think it's going to be Wesley Blake and Murphy. So they retain? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is a tough one. I mean, they're both good teams from what I see. Uh, but I think the Vaudevillians are just too much here. I think the Vaudevillians are going to have a little bit of uh, swagger in them, if you will, to use the term loosely. And I think you're going to see them come out with the big victory here and take the belts away. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm going to go with the Vaudevillians in this one. Uh, this one, I'm real. This is one of the two matches I'm really looking forward to on the pay-per-view more than anything. Uh, you talk about a great wrestler, ladies and gentlemen. One of the best, formerly of WCW, and a legendary superstar in Japan in his own way. William Regal announced this a few weeks ago, and we were uh, one of the First, I was actually one of the first people to break it on WCWS uh, Revolution with Chad and the rest of the panel. But now uh, I'm sure, and I've talked to my colleague about this off the air as well as on the air, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, yes, folks, ladies and gentlemen, Jushin Thunder Liger, the Power Ranger himself, is back in the U.S. once again, taking on Prince Pretty himself, Tyler Breeze, one-on-one. This one could very much well steal the show, John. Oh, no, que- no question about it. This would be a great matchup between Jushin Thunder Leaguer and Tyler Breeze, but as much as I want to see Jackson Leaguer winning, I think it's possible that Tyler Breeze should be put over in this match. Yeah, I think Tyler Breeze will too. I think Leaguer's going to give him a good match. He can go 10 or 15 minutes with this. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. I think they're definitely going to be... uh... We're, they're going to give the crowd something to live by. Of course, Liger, of course, the times he's come to the U.S., he's always been impressive, I mean. When he was in WCW, he used to have great matches with Brian Pillman and Eddie Guerrero and uh, who else? Rey Mysterio and Juventud Guerrero and a lot of the cruiserweights. I mean, he still is pretty good for his age, but Tyler Breeze being the young pup that he is, I can see Liger actually letting Breeze put him over on this one. And I think Prince Breeze, much as I'm not a Prince Pretty fan at times, however, I think he'll be more than pretty enough to pick up a win here. Another match that's going to be on the docket, obviously, is Samoa Joe, the former TNA champion, however, at one point, however, taking on Mr. End of Days, Baron Corbin. Your thoughts about this one? Well, I think it's going to be Samoa Joe, because this Samoan... He's been on his way since he's been in the WWE on NXT. 
Yep. And I think Samoa's still going to pull off the win, even though JD. Yes. And I keep saying, and I use that term loosely. Yes. I'm going to steal Scott Steiner quote. Please do. He's fired. Yes. Samoa Joe is a scary individual. I'll tell you what, folks. You have never, if you've never seen this individual, however, as John has probably seen him, I've seen him quite a bit on TV over the years. However, this guy is pretty tough. Let me tell you what. And Rhino obviously found that out last week on NXT, if you will. But this is a guy I think right now, since the WWE signed him, however, is making a statement so far early on. Hopefully, he continues to make a statement. And I think he will make a statement with the Muscle Buster and kind of bust up Baron Corbin and ruin his night, if you will, by giving him a rough uh, showing here in more ways than one. But this is the matchup I'm really looking forward to. I keep saying I'm looking forward to every match, but this is probably the best match I'm really looking forward to more than anything. We saw what happened in Tokyo back in July. We all know what saw we saw on the network. I think I know what you're talking about. Please do, John. Lead us into this match, if you will. Finn Bauer versus Kevin Owens for the NXT Championship. That we is- saw what happened at the WWE Network on July 4. Yep. Uh, right now, I'm still saying Finn Balor is going to keep his NXT title. J.D., what say you? Finn Balor, the demon, is incredible. And I love Kevin Owens, too. And with this being a ladder match, you just got you got more excitement now than you would think, however, for this type of match. And these two, again, are just incredible with each other. They've had great chemistry. They had a great chemistry matchup in Tokyo, as we saw on the network, as you said, back in July. Uh, Balor right now seems to be one of the best faces they got in the company since Sami Zayn went down with injury and since Hideo Tommy went down with injury. Hopefully those guys will be back very soon from their injuries and give Balor a challenge for that belt. Uh, Kevin Owens seems to be lost the last few weeks, but I think he's starting to find his own way now in this feud with uh, Antonio Cesaro, the former NXT uh, competitor in the WWE main roster. I like and Balor. I think Cesaro yeah. on NXT. We could see Cesaro call. Owens the NXT Championship. Yeah, it, it very well could happen because, like you said, I mean, they are going to be in Brooklyn the same weekend as NXT, and obviously a lot of the former NXT superstars like Cesaro and them, I'm sure, will be at that show that Saturday night, or a week from this Saturday night, if you will, at the Barclays Center. So, yeah, um, that could very well happen. Uh, and they'll obviously set up maybe Cesaro and Owens for SummerSlam the next night. We'll have to wait and see. Um Balor and the Demon gimmick, I love it. I think it's awesome. It's a cool intro. I think Balor will be up here within a, within the next maybe six months or so, if not maybe six months, maybe less than that. We'll have to wait and see how much longer they're going to continue to give him his uh, opportunity there in NXT. But uh, right now, I think Finn Balor and the Demon is just too much here. I think Owens, as much as I like Owens here, it's going to be Finn Balor in the Cootie Grace once again, being a Cootie Grace for the second time in less than a month, however, and he will retain the NXT belt. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are on WCWS Raw Radio. We just went over our early predictions here for uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, which is a week from Saturday night, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, up there in Brooklyn, New York. I have a friend up there who lives in Brooklyn. Of course, I'll have to get in touch with him, and hopefully he'll be uh, checking us, uh, give us uh, his uh, observation report in the next few weeks, however, there in Brooklyn, if he decides to go. Our number is 724-444-7444. you got the human suplex machine, John Gross. you got J.D., the Iceman, the man of a thousand holds here on U.S. Raw Radio. Episode 3 here on U.S. Revolution, WCW. Uh, we are very happy you could find us here on a rare Monday afternoon, of course. As you know, uh, the weather here, depending on where you live, how our 
Uh, it's been a little muggy and steamy, but it's starting to cool down a little bit in some other areas. In my area specifically, it's going to be cooling down a little bit, at least for a few days before it warms back up again. And as Sean was telling me right before we went on the air today, it's a little cloudy right now, so I'm thinking it might be raining his neck of the woods very soon. You never know. Um, continuing on here on our show, however, we're going to go off topic of wrestling for just a minute, and we want to uh, send out our thoughts and prayers, uh, certainly to a very unique individual family. Uh, in case you're wondering who that person is, ladies and gentlemen, it is formerly known as the Golden Boy Frank Gifford. Yes, folks, Frank Gifford, the ex-New York Giant, CBS uh, football announcer, and ABC Monday Night Football legend, uh, tragically and sadly passed away yesterday at the age of 84. And our thoughts are certainly with Kathy Lee, his lovely wife, and their family at this time. Uh, Frank Gifford was a true... Uh, announcing icon, and those of you who remember him growing up, or those of you who remember him, hearing stories about him now, however, uh, we would love to hear from you on this topic as well, but uh, John, I'm sure you remember Frank Gifford quite well. Oh yeah, I do, but I do remember Kathy Lee. I still go back to the, um, I go back to YouTube. Yes. And um, with her and Regis, with yep. The Undertaker in 1994, Yep, that's right, that's right, uh, I remember that, yes, uh, when they came on the Regis and Kelly morning show, that's right, Rick Rude was even on there at one time, I remember, and Kathy Lee at the time was a little smitten with Rick Rude, and that kind of made Frank a little upset, but uh, over the years uh, on that morning talk show, there's been a lot of people who have uh, graced the air with uh, Regis and Kathy Lee, uh, but like I said, from all of us here at Revolution and from Raw Radio, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with uh, Kathy and the family at this time, and uh we are uh, sorry for your loss, and we will miss Frank definitely. No question about it. A lot of people will miss Frank, I know, who grew up watching him and listening to him on uh, ABC or CBS back in the day when he was doing football and other sports, however, but mostly football on ABC Monday night with Howard Cosell, Dandy Don Meredith, and other guys over the years like uh, Al Michaels, Dan Deardorff, and so on and so on. So certainly, um, like I said, our prayers are with them at this time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's about 20 after 3 here on a Monday, however. Right now we're trying to think what else can we uh, shoot the breeze with you. We would love to hear from you. We haven't heard from anyone yet today, surprisingly. We usually do at this time, but we're waiting to hear from you out there. And we hope you're listening to us here and enjoying our show here today. We really appreciate you uh, listening to us on TalkShoe.com, as we said, Howard. Just feel free to pick up a phone and give us a call. We'll answer any question or Comment on anything you want to discuss as far as wrestling related. The number is 724 444 7444. It is WCWS Raw Radio. com is the website in case you're wondering what the address is, in case you want to listen to us. And it is hosted, of course, by WCWS Revolution. Uh, John, I understand you might have a, if you have a topic to uh, throw out there for our listener and listening public, go right ahead. I'm all game right now. Um, yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, I think the night after SummerSlam, there's yes. rumors going around that Kane yes. may return on after the post-SummerSlam Raw. Oh, okay. okay. Start a feud with Seth Rollins. Yes, I imagine they're going to pick that feud back up again, yes. And in case you're wondering where Kane is or Seth Rollins is, ladies and gentlemen, or especially Kane, him and Dolph Ziggler are off TV right now filming a movie, we understand. Dolph apparently was at a house show this weekend. Uh, Kane is still filming the movie as well, we understand. 
Um, like I said, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I also heard, I'm sure you heard it too, John, uh, the rumor is that Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar, excuse me, The Undertaker is being early rumored to possibly maybe show up in November at Survivor Series. And there is early speculation that he could do it this year, depending on what happens in Brooklyn a week from this Sunday against The Undertaker, however, at the Barclays Center. But they are talking right now he could be making an appearance at Survivor Series in November in Atlanta. I mean, after this paper coming up next Sunday. You got Night of Champions in Houston. You got Hell in a Cell in October in LA. You got uh, the Survivor Series, as I said, in Atlanta. And of course, TLC in Boston before the Royal Rumble in January kicks off WrestleMania in Dallas, however, down there in Orlando, Florida. So that is your pay-per-view schedule for the next uh, couple months or so. And that's some of the locations where they're going to be hitting up in more ways than one. Um, that being said, folks, um, like I said, I don't know what we're going to see tonight, obviously. I mean, as we said, however, we uh, saw a little bit of what happened last week, of course, with Raw. As we mentioned, the Neville Rollins match was a great match. We had a pretty good six-man main event. I called it actually on the air, and I think all my colleagues were uh, probably wondering how he called that right, but I did call it right. It was Roman Reigns, uh, Randy Orton, and the Lunatic French, Dean Ambrose, taking on Harper, Luke Harper, the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, and Sheamus, the Celtic Warrior, in a six-person tag. And, uh, again, the Divas stole the matchup of the evening, however, as they were very impressed with Paige taking on Naomi. Of course, uh, Paige and her team winning. Becky Lynch and Charlotte, meanwhile, teaming up themselves, however, as the star of the nature boy, as you got to do it with flair big time, however, and the orange... Irish uh, fires some uh, Becky Lynch, as I like to call her, however, one of my favorite new divas, if you will, took it uh, to Team Bella, if you will, in more ways than one. So uh, we haven't heard any more matches listed for SummerSlam yet. We already know that there are two matches been listed already. I'm sure they're going to be more listed in the next few weeks as they got to start building up SummerSlam starting tonight. The two matches are obviously listed, however, are, of course, are the big Brock Taker matchup, of course, which everyone continues to discuss with great envy. And, of course, just announced this week on SmackDown, it will be Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns teaming up to take on the Wyatt family of uh, Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt. There's also rumors going around, as John pointed out, ladies and gentlemen, Cesaro versus Owens. Uh, John and I also talked about last week the Divas match that could be very well happening. It could be Sasha Banks taking on Charlotte, taking on Nikki in a triple threat maybe. I think that's going to be going down eventually. We'll have to wait and see if that does, in fact, indeed go down. We've also heard that the primetime players are going to be defending their belts again against the New Day. So all of you New Day fans, how are you? Yes, you're going to get a chance to see if your boys are going to get your gold back, which I doubt will happen, but you never know. And, of course, uh, many other news and notes coming out of um, let's just say SummerSlam, like I said, but we don't know what's going to happen yet. We still got ways to go. All right, our number is seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Uh, John, do you have any other news that you can pertain to us right now? I don't think I do, sir. All right, let me see if I can dig up some news here. Um, right now, as I am uh, surfing as we speak. However, right now we are. Uh, like I said, we got a very interesting show. Like I said, so far we've had a pretty good show here today. Uh, we have not heard from our uh, special callers in, however, mind you. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, now uh, one of the shows. And we talked about it last week, however, mind you, however, mind you, uh, is the whole thing with Tough Enough. And I don't know if all you guys are out there are Tough Enough fans or not, however, mind you. Uh, but if you are, however, last week it was Chelsea who was eliminated, however, 
and not a man or any of the other uh, girl divas, including Sarah Lee, who is barely hanging by a thread along with Gabby. Uh, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm like I said, I mean, I watched it last week. I thought it was a little ridiculous that Amanda, again, as I rip on her every chance I get, Howard, because she is totally fake, uh, did not go home as the uh, loser last week and said Chelsea did. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. John Cena, we understand, will be on Tough Enough tomorrow night, so that should be very interesting for you fans out there who watch the show. Uh, he will be making a rare special guest appearance, however, uh, in more ways than one tomorrow night. Um, before we continue on, however, I'm looking at the birthday list again and some other news here, John. I'm looking right now. This is going to make you laugh. Uh, tonight's uh, dark match has been announced. It'll be Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose versus Rollins, Sheamus, and Bray Wyatt. So, Again, it looks like the same thing from last week, only changed up a little bit, however, with the addition of, uh, uh, like I said, Seth Rollins being thrown into the mix, however, in more ways than one. Uh, <laughs> real quick, uh, also, this is going to make you laugh. Here's some funny things, however, today, however. Uh, two other people celebrating birthdays this last week. First off, uh, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, Sable, yes, Rena Lesnar, the wife of Brock Lesnar, Turned 48 this week, if you can believe that. The former Playboy uh, diva of the WWE, however, turned 48. An ex-wife of Marvelous Mark Marrow, Johnny B. Babb, whatever you want to call him, turning 48 this past week. Can you believe she's 48? No. <laughs> and then, how about this, ladies and gentlemen? If you remember the old Shockmaster, Fred Ottoman, however, who was better known as Tugboat in WWE and Typhoon in WCW, he turns 59 years old today. Yes, folks, the Shockmaster turns 59 years old, believe it or not. So I'm sure some of you might remember him back in the day, however, when he was in uh, WCW. If Chad, calls, if Chad calls, then he could end up being the Shockmaster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We could have a surprise guest today. You never know. We haven't uh, heard much from our, uh, like I said, our mystery panel yet today, however, like I said. But we'll have to wait and see what happens, uh, mind you. Uh, that being said, only time will tell. Um, right now I'm trying to think of it. I'm looking at the other news, however. If there's any other news, however, right now, if we can uh, talk about. Oh, there is one bit of news I did here, actually. And this is going to throw you for a curve. Our numbers, again, are 724 WCWS Raw Radio, Episode 3. Yes, folks, we're already in Episode 3 this week, if you can believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, here on this rare Monday, August the 10, 2015. Of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and I am the Ice Manager, D. Girolamo. Uh, talking about an ex-WCW competitor, and I'm sure you heard this too, John, uh, the word is that Rey Mysterio might be thinking about making a comeback to WWE, and the question is, would the WWE take him back, number one? And number two, if they do, who do you put him with, or who do you feud him with? It's a good question. Good question. Um, Bray Wyatt. It's possible. Yeah, I could see that. Um, what about someone like maybe Luke Harper, even, or even uh, someone like say maybe uh, I don't know. I mean, could they do the whole thing with him and Cody Rhodes again, or maybe what about this one? This would be a dream fantasy match, but like for people to watch, maybe as a team. The man that gravity forgot, Mr. Neville, being the young buck that he is, and despite the injuries that he's had many times over the years, however, he could team up with this guy and uh, be a new teammate of his, and that would be Ray Mysterio. I think Ray Mysterio and Neville is a high-flying uh, new team like the Lucha Dragons would be exciting to watch, especially the way Neville flies. I mean, he is just amazing to watch. J.D., J.D., 
Yes. I got to ask you a question. Sure. Does uh, Michelle live in Western and Southwest Virginia? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I'm not really sure. Is I she? Is she a call from her. Uh, do, uh, is she in with us? I, let's let's see if she's in with us. Michelle, are you out there right now? I'm wondering if you're with us right now. Michelle, are you there? Nash. I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay, let's let's see if is there anyone out there right now right now who is uh willing to talk to us on the air? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. The number is seven two four 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 seven four four four. Uh let's try it again. Anyone out there right now? Anyone at all? I don't believe there is, but you never know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, um, I don't. Th- I don't. I'm not sure. Actually, I, I like I said. However, I don't believe there is. I mean, if there was, they would be. They would. They would let us know right away. I, I have not heard anything yet. I mean, this is very unusual. We usually do. Michelle, I think, is from that neck of the woods. If I'm not mistaken, though, uh, John. But at the same time, I don't recall exactly. Like I said she said she would try to get in with us eventually. Um, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to. Uh, see what we got as far as other news goes, however. Uh, right now, however, I was going to say, I did hear some news, however, about uh, I mentioned it to, I think I said it last week on the show, I don't remember if I said this or not, maybe you heard me say it about Rosa Mendes. Do you remember me saying anything about that at all? Uh, no, well, I just heard the good news, the news that she is indeed pregnant. That is correct. Yes, she's expecting her first baby, and uh, congratulations to her, certainly from all of us here at the show. And like I said, uh, yes, we did hear that last week she was expecting her first child, we understand, and that will be uh, coming up in February, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of children, however, uh, like I said, we keep hearing all the stuff about the Bellas uh, taking time off, doing this and that. We don't really know. Uh, uh, JD. What's that? Laurie Povich. Yeah. Adam Rose, you are not the father. That's correct, yes. And speaking of Adam Rose, I was just going to get into that next, however. Uh, there has been some talk however, on a lot of special, particular websites, however, mind you, about Adam Rose. Uh, they are saying that right now they are talking about phasing out the whole Rosebud gimmick finally once and for all. They are talking about maybe possibly having Adam Rose going back to being the South African mercenary, Leo Kruger. I've been hearing a lot about that. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I would not be surprised at the same time if they go that way. Again, it's up to uh, WWE's management at this time, like I said, on what they do with that. Um, Only time will tell. Uh, Like I said, I'm just trying to find all this information out right now, however, in more ways than one. Uh, Like I said, uh, we're looking at other big news stories of the day here on this Rare Monday, of course, you got the human suplex machine, John Gross, and of course, I am your host, Jared DiGiolmo, the number 724-444-7444, TalkShoe.com. Listen to us each and every week, however, on uh, WCWS Raw Radio and WCWS Revolution. We would love to hear from you, of course, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and Friday night. You can listen to Chad Hinshaw, of course, uh, Michelle Queen Diva Dodds, Gerard Tingy Smith, King NWO, and of course, the rest of the panel, including... Uh, uh, his uh, Chad's friends and whatnot. So, like I said, uh, they'll definitely have a lot to talk about. Last week was all heel week. Last week. Hello. Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. We got we got a caller on the air with us. Hold on a second. We I just found out we got a caller on the air. Who caller? Uh, state your name. Where are you from? Hey yo. Is our, speak of the devil, ladies and gentlemen. Look who we just got on the air. We were just talking about, ladies and gentlemen, the king of NWO, if you will, Gerard T. Smith, joining us here on a Monday. Here, glad you could join us again, Gerard. How are you this fine Monday, sir? I'm good. It's kind of a rainy day out there, so it didn't help, but uh, hey, it's all right. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of rain. It's going to be raining here too in Pittsburgh soon, Gerard. I was telling John as well. The weather, however, has been a little overcast here for most of the day. It's supposed to cool down in the next few days and then get warm up again this weekend. However, we'll have to wait and see. However, uh, we've been touching up on a lot of stuff today. The NXT Takeover, obviously, the big Raw show in Seattle tonight, and of course uh, the news about the untimely passing of the Golden Boy, former New York Giant. And, Fellow sports broadcaster Frank Gifford passing away suddenly yesterday at the age of 84. He would have been 85 this week, ladies and gentlemen, 85. So uh, certainly, like I said already, our thoughts and prayers are with the Gifford family. Uh, so, uh, Gerard, do you have any uh, big stories for us or any uh, things you want to share with us here on the show today? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, All righty. Take well, your time. How are you guys, guys doing? All right. We're doing fine. Yes, we're hanging in there and doing just fine. We've we've, we've, we've touched up on a lot of stuff. Like I said, uh, we talked about Seamus's injury. However, mind you, of course, Seamus was concussed last week. Of course, uh, he did not make the Australian tour. However, he is questionable for tonight's show. John Cena will not be there tonight. See, I understand Stephen Amell. Of course, will be there. Needless to say, uh, now I've just heard now, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, John, you might want to listen to this as well as you, Gerard. Dolph Ziggler is expected to return next week in Minneapolis. So, ladies and gentlemen, Minneapolis just got a little more interesting with the addition of the show off returning after being off, if you will. But right now, it says right now at the moment, Sheamus is backstage for Raw, but it's very likely he will not be appearing on the show as he's been removed from the dark match. And they brought him to Raw so he can go you know, impact testing. I don't know what that means, but I guess they're going to look him over still because of the concussion story. So his status right now is definitely he's definitely off the main uh, part as far as the dark match tonight. So they're going to have to uh, change everything on the fly, if you will. Let's just say uh, Jay, coming up tonight. Mean, yes. The impact test means is a sophisticated test of. Cognitive ability. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So that's what that's what impact testing is. Then I I didn't know. Okay, I appreciate that. I, that's like I said. <laughs> however, I'm glad you uh, filled us in on that. That is. Uh, and uh, Jared, if in case you weren't listening, we've been uh, we were talking about also Roman Reigns and uh, Bray Wyatt. Yes, yes. Yeah, after what happened this week, I'm sure you heard about that, Gerard, as John pointed out. Yes, after that crazy incident in, in Vancouver this past week, some fan brought a briefcase, uh, Money in the Bank-style briefcase, and kind of bashed Roman Reigns upside the head and knocked him loopy for a while, and they had to stop the match. And this fan has now been with his friends. I don't know how many there were with him, however. Was removed from the arena. Was told today, I guess earlier today or just yesterday, he is not allowed to attend any more events for the rest of his life, apparently. He has been barred for life, if you will, from WWE events in his neck of the region. And I think that's a good thing, especially after uh, seriously trying to injure uh, Russell like Roman Reigns and just not uh, caring about anyone but himself, usually, uh, this past weekend. I want to get your thoughts on that, Gerard. Yes, I got a lot to say. I've seen all the videos and I've seen all the 
uh, that is terrible. Like, you can hate, like, somebody, like, like you know, diss them or whatever, but right. when it comes to uh, violence to a wrestler, yeah, that's, that's bullcrap. It's it's not yes. needed. It's not wanted. Uh, you don't want to hurt anybody. Like, exactly. they're playing a character like a somebody on a movie, right? Like, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. They're playing, and when they go home to their wives and kids or whatever, they have, you know, if they're a heel or whatever, they're they're not that bad of a person. No, they're not. And 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 Son said it too. You're right, and I agree with you what you're saying as well. It's, the only problem, the only way that if a fan, like an unruly fan, ever has to attend a show like that, yes. The only bad problem is they could have like gun. They could have a gun in the arena. And what if say a match goes on and you hear gunshots and you hear a well, gun? Well, well, let's just hope it doesn't come to that though, uh, John. I know what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, more. This is scary. This was a very scary incident, and uh, definitely, uh, I think WWE took the right action with this fan. And I hope this fan learns his lesson, as you said uh, early in the show today. And uh, if this guy didn't learn his lesson. Tough luck. I mean, I mean, you, there's more fans that are uh, more classy than you, fella. Believe me, more classy. I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna file charges or take them to court. I'm well, I don't know. That, that's a very good question. We'll have to wait and oh, see. I think uh, it said somewhere they didn't. They uh, they're just uh, they dropped all charges. I think they just they're just banning him for life. I think. Oh, okay. They banned him from life? Okay, okay. I didn't know how that was going to work. Okay, so we just found out from Gerard right there, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what was the uh, end result of this whole ordeal. Uh, you got Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, let's just say, joining us on the show today. You got the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. I am Jared D. I'm the Iceman. WCWS Raw Radio, number is 724-444-7444 here on Raw Radio, Monday, August the 10, 2015 here. We are so glad here you are listening to us on U.S. Revolution as well on Talk com. We hope you give us a call. We'd love to hear more from you. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, another big story in the news, and I'm sure you guys all heard this, is the comments what uh, Taz called Dana White, believe it or not, and he said some interesting comments to the UFC bigwig, if you I don't know. Did you guys say anything about that at all? No, I haven't. Okay, apparently this is what I heard, however, I'm trying to find it right now. Taz actually had some choice words to say on Twitter to Dana White, the head of the UFC, however, mind you. I guess he said, however, in the lines of, like, supposedly, Dana White, who are you to judge uh, about pro wrestling, however? Who do you think you are, however? If you want to step in the ring, however, and uh, make some comments about wrestling, however, then just uh, prove what you're worth, however. But right now, you have no... Uh, cause for making these statements whatsoever. In fact, I'm trying to find it right now while I'm on the air here with you guys. Uh, like I said, I know he said this last week, in the middle of last week sometime. I think it was maybe uh, what day was that? I think it was Thursday, I want to say, maybe. Maybe it was Wednesday. I don't recall. Let me hear. I'm just looking right now. Um, I'm still perusing here, so please bear with me here, folks. Uh, let's see here. Um uh, Seamus, uh, let's see. Okay, here it is. I found it. This is uh, what uh, he said, however, in uh, the comments, according to uh, Taz. This was Taz talking, folks. Dana White, learn your stuff before you pop off and chirp. I take massive offense to what you said, how you handled it, and the disrespect towards the great industry, art form, and our craft of sports entertainment and pro wrestling. Okay? 
Shame on you, dude. And if I ever get a chance to meet you, Dana White, I will tell you to your face, and I promise I will, okay? And you will never get another dime from me or UFC because of your comments. Uh, Gerard, I'm going to throw it to you first. Uh, your thoughts about uh, the uh, comments by the human suplex machine, not Sean, but Taz, the former ECW and WWE competitor. Well, big fan of Taz, and I like how he steps up and says he has a no, uh, like, uh, like he says how it is. He, uh, he, you know, he doesn't play around. He, uh, he's always been like that, and uh, I like how he is. He, and I think Dana White's been like shooting his mouth for some time now because yes, he is. Like, uh, because of you know, like different like UFC people, like well. I'll give you an example, Ronda Rousey. And exactly. Yes. I don't want to be part of, you know, WWE. And, it, and if the guy would lighten up and uh, loosen up, he'd realize that it would be better, you know, for him, too, if he let a few of his guys. Yeah, uh, it'd be a little more money and more business uh, exposure. Oh, exactly. Yeah. More Correct. promoting for him. Right. Exactly. Uh, John, your thoughts about uh, Taz's uh, statements to Dana White? Yeah, Taz... Yes, definitely was, as I referred to Gerard, as Gerard was saying, Taz, he is my favorite wrestler, too, but, you know, at the same time, he he put out Dana White. Yeah. I don't think that's something you don't do. I mean, if any UFC superstar want, wanted to challenge Taz for that, yeah. Taz would take them out in a heartbeat. Oh, I, th- I and Taz is a tough fighter. I mean, we know Taz can, has got uh, supposedly outside of the ring how a black belt in karate and judo and all the uh, forms of Asian martial arts. But uh, I kind of agree with what you're both saying. But I'm leaning towards more on Gerard in this case there, John. I mean, he is right. Dana White has been acting, no offense, like a scumbag, no pun intended, but he has been that way. And if they want to get more exposure in the UFC, however, then just confront the people, whoever um, that you're saying this to, and then maybe we'll uh, settle it either in the ring or just face-to-face at a UFC event hour. I don't know. But we're going to be keeping our eyes and ears on this story, no question about it. Another big story, guys, I want to talk about is what happened last week on SmackDown. And I mentioned this to Chet offline a few days ago. There's reports about what happened this past week on SmackDown in the Divas Affair uh, involving Naomi and Charlotte. We understand that Naomi was a little upset after the match was over, however, and uh, a reaction that Dave uh, Meltzer criticized for having since she had been acting like she was happy that she won the belt. And although the match was cut short, it says the Divas were given ample time on SmackDown, however, as the bout started as a singles match between Charlotte and Naomi and then turned into a tag team match. All in all, the Divas had about 20 minutes of TV time on the show. Uh, again, I'm going to throw it to Gerard. Gerard, your thoughts about Naomi's attitude about this whole ordeal, despite the fact that the Divas Revolution is still getting bigger and bigger each and every week? Well, she's going to have to tone it down because uh, the the... I don't know. Well, I guess he, the young blood girls are coming, and uh, if she doesn't get with it, she's going to have to get lost because uh, they won't stand for it if she's going to put up a big drama fit. Mm-hmm. And there's lots more girls down in NXT that can come up. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, the ones uh, we've mentioned, some of them, I mean, there's a couple we have not talked about. Uh, Carmella, Emma, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Alyssa Bliss. Yes, yes, Alexa Bliss. I've heard a lot of good things about her. Yep. Uh, also, uh, Dana Brooke. 
Dana Brooke, yes. I, I've heard a lot of some good stuff about her. And uh, Ava Marie, even. You're right. Correct. I agree. I agree. Uh, John, your thoughts about this one? About what? Uh, the whole Naomi throwing a fit thing after what happened this past week on SmackDown and what Dave Meltzer said however, about Naomi being upset. However, and uh, she uh, basically says, Naomi appeared to be upset. Reaction that Meltzer criticized for having since she should have been acting like she was happy that she won the belt, even though it was cut short and the Divas were given time on SmackDown. Ample time, I should say. There are a lot. There were a lot, are a lot of backstage drama. I can tell that. But Naomi being upset about the Divas having more time in the ring—that's that's just upset. I mean, this is a Divas revolution, Naomi. Come on, mm-hmm. you yeah. already had your chance, and now now you want to complain over a stupid match? Come yeah. on, Naomi. You are just as a dumb. I'm sorry, Naomi, but you're just as Dumb. Yeah. Well, like I said, she's acting a little, I think, like a cross child, shall we say. And, again, we will be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that. And uh, before we uh, get into another Diva segment, I just want to give out the number, ladies and gentlemen, here on U.S. Uh, Raw Revolution, 724-444-7444. you got the human suplex machine, John Gross, Gerard T. Smith, our resident, Mr. King NWO, joining us today. And, of course, I am the Iceman, the man of a thousand holds, Jared D. Jarala from Pittsburgh. Uh, guys, another thing talking about Divas Hour, we understand Paige spoke with the U.K. Sun this past week, however, and uh, she made some comments about Ronda Rousey that got very interesting. I'm sure you guys are going to love hearing this, however. Uh, the first being about appearing at WrestleMania 32, Paige said in the article, I hope Ronda will be involved. I have no idea. I just have no idea, but I'm hoping to get a match on it. If Ronda makes an appearance and Dwayne, a.k.a. The Rock, makes an appearance, that would be great. If Stephanie wrestles, who knows? And as far as her feud with Floyd Mayweather and her impact on the Divas Revolution in WWE, she went on to say, that's the way the world's going right now with the whole Ronda phenom. And I'm proud of her for saying what she did to Floyd did to Floyd Mayweather. I was like, good one. She's a great role model for all of us ladies. And definitely I feel like she's a part of that too. Just her appearance at Mania really helped as well. And her main event in UFC has just become a dominant force in the entertainment and sports world. Yeah, I think all the time she's amazing. It's her. It's all her. Gerard, your thoughts about Paige's comments about Rousey possibly appearing at Mania and also about Mayweather? I thought they were good. Uh, Good for her for stepping up and saying what she wants to say. Uh, I find WWE kind of limits you to, uh, like, not saying what you want to say, like uh, some certain stuff you're not allowed to say in the media, right? You probably have to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have have certain strict guidelines. Yes, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. Triple H or somebody, but Mm -hmm. hey, man, you know. And Paige is awesome because she's got... A best birthday coming up. Yes, <laughs> and the, the, we'll have to give that. We might as well give that plug right now, ladies and gentlemen. And as I pointed out, our, we have a certain person on our panel next week having a birthday. So, celebrating the same day as the Black Widow page, however, definitely worthy. However, in more ways than one, is our good friend Mr. Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. King N.W.O. If you will, and of course, it is next Monday, ladies and gentlemen. All of us here at the panel and of Raw Revolution and of Raw Radio would like to wish him a very special early happy birthday here on the show today. Well, thank you, guys. I'm You're welcome. A, a brew right now. I better go grab another one. Yeah, go ahead. By all means, all right. feel free to. Be, while you're... Be right back. 
All right, no problem. Jordan, he'll be off with us in just a minute. John, uh, let's turn it to you now. Uh, he made some good points about Ronda and everything like that. How, what's your take about the whole Ronda thing uh, that uh, Paige was saying about her? I like where Paige has come from with this attitude. Well, the last time we saw Ronda Rousey in the WWE at WrestleMania 31 when she attacked Stephanie McMahon. Yep, and made all, all, all the newspapers and every quite a bit of magazine publicity, too. I am definitely wondering if we are going to see Ronda and Stephanie at WrestleMania 32. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Like I said, I'm going. And, I mean, it's going to be so fun next year. I mean, I've been to Mania before, folks. I'll tell you what. I said it on my first on our first show here. It is an experience like no other. I think coming up in April, being in Cowboys Stadium at AT&T, and maybe one of the biggest crowds ever, 100,000-plus fans, bigger than the Silverdome, back in 1987, ladies and gentlemen, between Savage and Steamboat, Hogan and Andre. This is going to be big, however. And uh, I imagine they've got an idea of what some of the matches are going to be, how are some of them they don't know yet, but uh, I'm sure in the next six months or who knows how long we're going to find out the big matches, however, that are going to come up at the 32nd annual WrestleMania, but every year it keeps getting bigger and bigger, and they draw more people in all over the world. The Fan Fest is something you've got to experience for yourself, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never been to WrestleMania or to a Fan Fest like this, you owe it to yourself to go. It is so fun. It's like the Major League Baseball All-Star game in a way, however, as far as that, or even being at the Final Four, but the Fan Fest is so awesome. You get to try out so much stuff. You get to meet a lot of superstars. You get autographs. You get... uh, your picture, you can get your pictures taken with your phone and uh, your camera. Like I said, you can also, uh, like I said, uh, see a lot of cool things and buy merchandise too. And of course, I am wearing an NXT shirt right now, as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, quite an experience, and I didn't get it down there in New Orleans. I did get a jacket from there, however, but I didn't get the shirt from there, however, NXT. But I hope uh, when I go to Dallas uh, in. Uh, April of next year. I'm going to be taking this with me, maybe try to get some autographs on the shirt. I don't care if it's uh, Finn Balor or Sami Zayn or Hideo Tommy or whoever. I just wanted for the experience, and, and believe me, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's about 3.50 p.m. here in the east, 12.50 out west, uh, wherever, if you are out west, 2.50 in the central time zone, and 1.50 in the Rockies. It is uh, 724-444-7444. Uh, U.S. Raw Radio episode three. Yes, folks, we're in our third week, ladies and gentlemen. John, the human suplex machine grows. Of course, the birthday boy, Gerard T. Smith, celebrating a week early. However, joining us here is our special guest today. And I, of course, I am the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, here on the show. I, I don't know. Gerard, are you back with us now? Yes, yes, I am. All right, Gerard's back with us. Uh, Gerard, we're going to send it off to you now. If you got some uh, stories, I've been throwing it to John a little bit here, so uh, if you got any good stories for us today, uh, feel free. Uh, the uh, floor is yours. Um, hmm, let me check the old board here. Um, All right. Kane, both Kane and Dolph Ziggler were doing that movie, I guess, right? Yes, that's correct, yes. Uh, we mentioned them, yeah, and like I said, uh, Kane is a cop, and I guess uh, Dolph's sort of like the uh, 
Uh, I think Kane's like the main cat. He could be a captain boss in a way, which would be pretty weird. But uh, yes, both of them are doing that movie. We understand, yes, that they are doing right now. It's called 642, and it's due out, I believe, sometime soon. Yes. Yeah, and uh, they said that Kane will be here at the week or the after summertime, mm-hmm. I guess. That kind of sucks because I want to. I'd like him. I'd like to see him and the Undertaker do something before they both retire. Yes, yes. Uh, like I even just, versus each other or tag mm. team. I think tag team was better. Oh yes, I think it'd be interesting too. Uh, I just uh, heard, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you guys just heard it up, but there is word now that Daniel Bryan is backstage at Raw tonight to promote his book. Yes, folks, the Yes Man from the state of Washington, of course, uh, is there tonight, we understand. Uh, probably to promote his book, of course, he's on Tough Enough, as you know. Uh, he has still not been cleared to fight, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, he is going to be there tonight, we understand, uh, at Raw <clears throat> excuse me, uh, there tonight. So we'll have to see what he is going to be promoting. Of course, well, we know his book, but we don't know what else, however. We'll have to wait and see what goes down there in the state of Washington tonight. Um, talking about entertainment news, however, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is... <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, the top five box office report of the week. We're looking at the top movies of the weekend on... Here, in case you're wondering what it was this week, it was a very interesting week in Hollywood. Uh, Ant-Man was the fifth best movie of the week, taking in $8 million. The Griswold movie took in $9.2 million. Vacation, starring Ed Helms and The Hangover in the Office. The Gift with Jason Bateman, which looks like a fatal attraction new thriller movie, debuted in third with 12. Fantastic Four, the newest one, got very mixed reviews from Fans out there, I'm sure, and other people as well. Some people liked it, some didn't. I haven't seen it yet. Took in $26.2 million. And Mission Impossible, the top movie of the week, once again, grossing at number one with $29.5 million, just barely beating out Fantastic Four. So that being said, guys, those are your top five movies of the weekend. All right. Um, John, you got any, or John, I'm going to throw it to you now. Uh, you got any other news for us, or do you have anything to share with us at all? Uh, let me see if I do. Alright. Let me see, see, let me see. Um, Arnold's WWE star, let's see, the WWE stars were with, uh, the top NFL team. Okay, which one's that? The prime, it was the primetime player's and quarterback Russell Wilson. Oh, the primetime player is making an impact today in the uh, 12th Man City, if you will, the Emerald City, the home of the Space Needle, the home of Starbucks, the home of the M's, and, of course, the home of Mania 19, Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. So Darren Young and uh, Big Titus O'Neill showing up at Q West Stadium today, I'm sure, to have some fun with the former Super Bowl champion Seattle Seahawks, however. I say former because of what happened this past year. Otherwise, they'd be two-time champs now. So that's good to see. Uh, very nice. Very nice to hear that. I'm sure we'll see a picture of that today uh, coming up on uh, Raw tonight. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Arnold Schwarzenegger called out Stone Cold Steve Austin because Stone Cold called out Arnold in the uh, WWE 2K16 game, and Arnold had... I think has something to say. 
Yeah, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the video yet, but uh, that's pretty interesting to hear the Terminator, aka the Governor, formerly of California, uh, actually make that statement to us. And I know they're somewhat good friends, but that's just crazy that uh, they would do something like that. Like I said, I'm thinking it's all in good fun, however, but you never know in this case. Uh, we'll have to wait and see where they go with this whole thing. Um, I'm looking right now to see if there's anything else going on. However, right now, however, I understand that. I'm looking at the events for WrestleMania coming up uh, next week. We understand, however, besides that takeover, however, that Ring of Honor is going to be there in Brooklyn as well, not far from the Barclays Center. JR will be doing a show, his one-man show, if you will. And over in New Jersey, we understand, Ray Mysterio and Mick Foley will be doing a pro wrestling syndicate at the Starland Ballroom in Sawyerville, New Jersey. So those of you in those neck of the woods, be sure to check it out. Of course, Rob will be held two weeks from tonight in Brooklyn, and of course, SummerSlam two week, a week from this Sunday. I almost said two weeks from this Sunday, but I'm going to say a week from this coming Sunday, if you will, over there in Brooklyn as well. All right, it is almost 4 o'clock here on Monday, August the 10, 2015. It is WCWS Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, John Groves, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, if you will, the Human Suplex Machine, as I've already mentioned, and I am the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo. Our phone numbers are 724-444-7444 here on TalkShoe. We are, love to hear from you each and every week. Uh, Gerard, as I was telling uh we uh, had a very good week, if you will, last week. We were talking about all sorts of heels, however, and uh, some good ones, to say the least, wouldn't you say? Yes, yes, I would. We uh, we tried to get uh, a lot of heels in there. It's very hard, as you know, because there's a tons and tons of heels. But, oh, yes. Uh, we tried to pick the best ones, and we, we highlighted them and did fantasy matches and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, um, some of them, however, I mean, maybe we we can play that sort of game here on the show today, too, ourselves, however, with the current superstars, however, from the past. I mean, we can maybe do, I'd say, maybe a top ten, if you want to do that, maybe today, guys, if your name, however, I would say we could list ten superstars apiece, however, or split it up to five, five, and five, if you want to do it. It's your call what you guys want to do, top five or top ten today. What would you want to do? Gerard, I'll throw it to you first. Uh, well, we only have an hour, so maybe top five. All right, let's do top five. John, you game? Oh, hell yeah. All right, sounds good. All right. We're going to do the top five uh, superstars that are currently in the WWE, and we'll match them up against certain legends that could have made uh, either fought them in the past or that would want to face them in the past that could face them in their time to now. So, uh, Gerard, we'll start with you, however, with your top superstar. Who would you like to see? Superstar D, you can make it anyone, like I said, or announcer, whatever, and uh, give us your impression of uh, that super person and uh, tell us why. Go right ahead. Alright, I'll go with Seth Rollins. Yes. Versus, so we're doing this, like, old versus new, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to do Seth Rollins versus Brian Pillman. Oh, that's a good one there. That is a very, very good one. I almost thought of that one. That's really good. The loose cannon versus uh, the leader formerly of the Shield. You would see some uh, fireworks out of this one. Uh, would you make this a straight-up match, a street fight, or just what kind of match would you give these two? Uh yeah, I'd make it a street fight because I think those two could do some 
crazy, crazy things because they're both like high flyers. Yes, yes. You just imagine the moves they would do. Oh, my God, yes, that'd be crazy. <laughs> John, what do you think about that one? Rollins and Pillman in a street fight, however, as uh, Gerard picked this one right out of the gate. This was one I was thinking of, too, but I'm going to have to rethink my thinking now. Go ahead. You know, you know, I think, I think um, Gerard almost stole my thunder because I was getting ready to put Dean Ambrose and Brian Pillman, but, you know, you mentioned the great point. Rollins and Pillman in a street fight. Oh, that would be bloody. That would be very hardcore. And I could see Rollins do the same thing like he did to Dean Ambrose with those cinder blocks. It's possible, but you never know. But Pillman is loose in his own way. I mean, he's come up with some unique moves over the years, too. I mean, he was the first WCW light heavyweight champion. He was in a tag team with Stone Cold Steve Austin the Hollywood Blondes. He did a lot, however, even with the Hart Foundation in his later years. But like I said, he left us too soon. But Gerard, was a, that was a good pick to start right out of the gate here. I mean, you got two guys right there that I think a lot of people would pay to see. And I know I'd be one of them, so we'll have to wait like I said, we'll have to see what else is bringing up power in time. Our numbers are 724-444-7444. We're playing the top five uh, old school versus new school here now on the show here on U.S. Raw Radio on Monday, August 10th. Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, joining us. John, the human suplex machine, grows from Fort Royal, Virginia, joining us as well. And, of course, I am your host in Pittsburgh, the Iceman, the man of a thousand holes, Jared DiGiromo. Uh John, you're up next since... Uh, uh, Gerard made a great opening uh, first, uh, let's just say first pick in the top five lottery, if you will. Go ahead with your uh, pick. Okay, I'm going to say it right now. Yep. Uh, uh, I think Big Show, well, wait a minute, wait, Bray Wyatt versus hmm. um, Jake Roberts. Well, Gerard's talked about this with Chad and me on the air as well, however, and that would be a fantastic, fantastic matchup, however. Uh, I think those two, just the promos alone between the two of them would be incredible. I think there would be so much tension, however, between those two. I mean, the fans wouldn't know what to cheer and heal for. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about this one, Jake versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, like you said, the promos alone, you wouldn't even like have to have a match. Uh, promos alone would be epic. Um, and the match would be uh, pretty awesome as well. Uh, it would be a, a far-fought battle between these two guys. Yep. Yep, no question about it, no question about it. I think it would be good, too. I mean, those those would just be incredible. So, uh, John, very good pick there on your first pick. Okay, I'm ready for my pick now. You guys are going to be thinking I'm goofy with this first pick, but I'm going to go with it anyway. We got Kevin Nash, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, big, sexy Kevin Nash, the giant killer, the outsider, whatever you want to call him, Diesel. It doesn't really matter. And I'm going to throw you a real big curveball here, guys. You're going to be thinking, what am I thinking? But I'm going to say it anyway. Kevin Nash versus Big John Studd. You talk about two big men in their own right, seven feet and six nine. I mean, this would be an epic, epic match. Uh, John, you're first on this one. What would you think about Big John Studd versus uh, Big Daddy Cool? Well, the size of Diesel, you know, he, he is 317 pounds, former WWE champ, former Intercontinental champ. Yep. Former tag champ, also former WCW superstar, yeah. and I could see it wouldn't be a big night for Big John Studd if Cecil dropped him to the next, dropped him to the mat with that powerbomb. Let's stuck him on his skull. Yes, 
It'd be interesting. Uh, Terrar, what would you think about that one? Uh, Big John Stud versus uh, Big Daddy Cool. Uh, it would be uh, very awesome because you know I'm a oh, big. Uh, you heard you were saying sorry about that. Uh, I'm a big Kevin Ash fan. I, everybody knows. Of course. It, uh, Yes, but, I think next uh, to me. I think next to me you are. Yes, go ahead. But you are <laughs> definitely the biggest one I know by far. You're the top uh, one. Well, I'm a, the biggest, or one of the biggest NWO fans. But I love yes. NWO fans. Uh, but uh, yeah, Big John Studd was one of my favorites too. Uh, he was a great heel as well. Yep. Um, this would be. Oh man, this would blow the roof off the place. It'd be. Yep. Uh, a very brutal, brutal matchup, and it would be awesome to see. Yes, no question about it. Big John Sud coming from Butler, Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen, about 20 minutes away or a half hour, depending on which way you're going, in Pittsburgh, however, uh, as you know, was born there. And I had a few friends uh, who actually knew him as a youngster up there in Butler and uh, became somewhat very close with him, if you will, before he got into the world of wrestling, I believe, in the mid to late 70s, I think, with Mid-Atlantic, I was thinking, in the Crockett's. I think that's when he made his debut. Uh, double-check my notes here to be sure. All right. Our numbers are 724-444-7444, WCWS Raw Radio, Episode 3 for Monday, August 10, 2015. You've got the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. You've got Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, if you will. And, then, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, here in Pittsburgh. Uh, Gerard, we're going to go to you next. You're next for the second pick overall. Give us another one. Oh, I got one. I got It was brewing while you guys were talking. Go. Okay. I got a... Awesome lightweight uh, challenge right now. Throw it. Be Neville yes. versus X Pack. Oh, this is good here too. I mean, you got the guy from Minnesota. You got the guy from uh, England going at it. I mean, these two would definitely do some crazy stuff. The X Factor, the Bronco Buster, the Red Arrow. I mean, these two would definitely be there. There'd be some excitement and flying here in this one. No question about it. However. And I could see it happen. I mean, these two would definitely just excite the light heavyweights uh, again if they would uh, start up that division again. I, I think that's a great, great second pick. I like that one. John, what about you? What do you think about that second pick? Oh, that would be great. Neville versus X-Pac. I mean, that could be awesome. I mean, you could have the X-Factor versus the Red Arrow. And somehow if X-Pac can... If Neville can go to the top rope and try to hit that red arrow, you know X-Pac's going to surprise Neville with that X-Factor. No question, no question. But I th- I, I, I mean, X-Pac I mean, has had mixed reviews for me over the years, but you know what, though? I just love Neville, man. I'm a Neville mark myself. I've been one since NXT, since he made his debut in NXT. He's had some great matches we've known in the past with Bo Dallas and Tyler Breeze and Sami Zayn. And even against other guys, I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm going to go with Neville on that one. All right, John, you're next with the second pick overall. All right, all right. This is going to be a tricky one, but I say we're going to have John Cena take on Andre the Giant. Ooh, that's tough because you look at those two. I mean, we know John Cena is a, a somewhat had been against big guys in the past, and we all know how Andre is and how big he was. However, do you think he could actually try to find a way to, I mean, literally pick up all that weight and literally give him the attitude adjustment or try something else to put Andre and keep Andre down? 
He could. I mean, we've seen him do that to the big show. Yep, he's done it to Great Cauley as well. I mean, certainly, uh, but that that that's a wild pick there. I mean, that's not a bad pick either, but that's kind of a crazy, that's an interesting one you go with. Uh, Gerard, what do you think about that one, Cena versus the Great Andre? I think it would be a great battle. Uh, I see Andre going over, though, because mm. I'm a big Andre fan. Yes, I think most of us were. Good pick. All right, that's not a bad pick either, John. Uh, we've had two picks from our colleagues, and now it's my turn again. Our number is 724-444-7444. This is WCWS Raw Radio, Monday, August 10, 2015. J.D. here in Pittsburgh. Jared DiGirolamo, of course, the Iceman, the Man of a Thousand Holds. John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine in Virginia. And, of course, up there in beautiful Ontario, we got Gerard T. Smith, our Birthday boy, soon to be a week from today. King NWO joining us as well for our old school versus new school top five matchups. Say we're playing this game. We're so happy you're listening to us here on TalkShoe.com and on U.S. Revolution. We would love to hear more from you in the uh, hopefully uh, in the next few weeks or whenever. We besides our panel, I mean, we hope you enjoy our show and we are very happy that you are listening to us today. We also want to thank two very special people, our very special friends, Queen Diva Hall of Famer Michelle Lynn. Dodds, who's a kid today. Caleb started school. Congratulations on starting school again. Best of luck to you in the upcoming school year. And, of course, our good friend at WCW, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. And hopefully Chad and Michelle are listening to us, along with the rest of our colleagues, uh, Rhonda Wright, and, of course, Jeff Teeters, uh, Anne-Marie, and, of course, the rest of our Revolution panel. All right, this is going to be my pick at number two, and this is going to be a pretty good one. I think you're going to like this one, guys. I'm going to go with... Rob Van Dam, Mr. Monday Night himself, versus Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. You talk about a good matchup here, guys. I mean, this one could really be an exciting one. Gerard, your thoughts about Mr. Monday Night versus Mr. Perfect? Wow. That's, uh... Oh, that's just, uh... That's, that's... Yeah, uh... Because I'm a fan, I'm a fan of both of them guys. I thought, you know, they did really, really good. RVD in their uh, yep. CW days, and yep. uh, Mr. Perfect, of course, his WWF days plus his NWO days. Yes, correct. Uh, uh, yeah, that would be a great matchup to see because Mr. Perfect's very technical, and RVD's got all those kicks and the high flyer. Uh-huh. Uh, No question. Uh, John, your thoughts about Mr. Monday Night and Mr. Perfect? Did they already wrestle in uh, 2002? I think one time maybe in a dark match they did, but not really on major television, I don't think, because Henning wasn't there for very long. I mean, he was only there for a few months, and then, of course, he was let go. I I, I think they did it one time, like I said, in a dark match, but not on major TV like SmackDown or Raw or even on uh, pay-per-view. I guess, well, I say it could be RVD winning me with the five-star cross flash, but I'm going to go one step further up better, I think. I think Mr. Perfect will probably win with the Perfect Flex. Yeah, i I got to go with Kurt, too. I mean, I'm a fan of both of these guys, like Gerard is as well. This would be a great drag. I think you've got to put these guys maybe, I hate to say it, I mean, put them in maybe uh, possibly a steel cage, you know? We'll see some excitement in a steel cage, maybe. And Kurt's done some work in a steel cage pretty well. RVD has done well, too. I mean, it would be a great fight, no question about it. And I think it would be 
close to being almost a five-star match in every sense of the word, no pun intended. All right, we're on match number three of our five-match panel here, and Gerard, we're going to go back to you again for number three. All right, uh, let me think. Uh, how about Ryback yes. versus my man, God Hall? Oh, good pick. Good pick here. Very nice. Again, third pick here. A very nice pick indeed. Okay, state us why this is uh, a good one for you. I like this one too. <clears throat> Ryback would definitely take the victory against Scott Hall. I mean, Scott Hall, he's he's been a former Intercontinental Champion, but I don't think on if he ever faces Ryback, He's going to have a good effort, but I don't see him winning at all. I think Ryback's going to put him out of his misery. We'll see. Uh, Gerard, go ahead. You pick this one. Go with your uh, Ryback Scott Hall observation. Gerard. Gerard, are you there? Yeah, Gerard? I'm right here. Oh, okay, okay. Just checking. Okay, you gave us this one. Uh, uh, John, just give us his opinion. Give us uh, You gave us Ryback and Scott Hall. I like it. Give us your observation on this one. Uh, it'd be a pretty good uh, battle, I think, uh, you know, with the, uh, like, Ryback style is very uh, aggressive, very, you know, mm-hmm. try to beat you up and everything, and uh, Scott Hall... Well, we all know what I feel about Exactly. Yes, that's correct. He's great. He's, you know. Yep. I think it would be a very uh, lasting match, and it would uh, Mm -hmm. would do what it was supposed to do. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good observation. And, John, you made a good observation, too. Okay. Our numbers are 724-444-7444, TalkShoe.com, WCWS Raw Radio, Monday, August 10, 2015, Week 3. you got the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, celebrating his birthday next Monday. And, of course, I am your friend, the Iceman, Jared D. from Pittsburgh uh, here on our uh, radio. Uh, we've talked a lot about old school and new school, and that's what we're doing right now. Uh, uh, right now, John, we're going to throw it to you again for our third match of your uh, top five overall, and give us another one. Hmm. This is going to be... This could be a tricky match, but I'm going to say yes. the Battle of the Spears. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Okay. This this is a very good one, too. I mean, you got two big, strong guys, I mean, who really are fan faves. How I mean, Goldberg had his run in WCW. Roman has had mixed reactions at times, but being more and more cheered by the fans. Uh, the Battle of the Spears, I like this. Uh, John, tell us your victor in this one. Well, I say Roman Reigns is going to take this one. I mean, because if... Because if Goldberg attempts to nail the jackhammer, Reigns is probably going to fight his way out of this. And Reigns sets up for the spear. Goldberg sets up for the spear. And boom! They collide into each other. Yeah, like two Brahma Bulls or two freight trains. This is a this is a very good observation. I like it. Gerard, Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I like uh, Roman Reigns. It's, it would be a, a really... Awesome battle, I think. Uh, it'd be really tooth and nail. Um, but I see Roman going over in this one. 
Okay. Good one. Okay. All right, I'm up again. Uh, we got three good ones from our colleagues here, and another one I want to throw out to you, and this is going to be a light heavyweight match now, guys. This is going to be a good one, I think, and this would be for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, and you're thinking, Cruiserweights, what are you thinking? Well, I like this one a lot, and I don't think they've ever faced each other before, but this will be a dandy, however. I think you've got to go with the Insane Luchador. Yes, folks, super crazy, taking on Ray Mysterio Jr., the Battle of the 619 versus Super Crazy. Guys, your thoughts about this one? I'll go around the first round again. All right. What were we talking about? My match was uh, two cruiserweights, Super Crazy and Ray Jr. Who wins this one? Oh, you know who my pick's going to be, and that's going to be the master of the 619. All right, you take Ray Jr. Uh, Gerard, super crazy and Ray Jr. I'm going to have to go with super crazy, because super crazy is crazy. Yes. both. (laughs) Yeah, they're both crazy in their own way. I mean... 619 versus Super Crazies. I mean, he's had battles over the years with guys like uh, Tajiri and Nunzio, and he's had bigger guys he's faced over the years like uh, Rhino and other guys in ECW. Uh, right now, I picked this one. I want to say draw, but you know what? I'm going to have to say draw. I hate to say it to you both. I'm going to call draw right here because they're both good in their own way. Ray's been great over the years when he's healthy. And he's had great matches we know over the years with a lot of big names, past and present. Super crazy is almost the same way, but he's also faced big guys, and so is Ray. So I'm going to call a split draw here, and I'm going to call a draw right in the middle, however. So that's where I'm going to stand on this one. All right, uh, we're on number four now, and we're going to go back to Gerard. But before we do that, we just want to give out the number again, 724-444-7444. This is WCWS Raw Radio for Monday, August 10. You've got the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO. Uh, we are hoping to hear from Michelle, Queen Diva Dodds, and uh, our friend Mr. Chad Hinshaw on the air today. If not, I we just got a wanna... Facebook message from Chad. I was going to ask if he was going to come in, but he said he was busy. So... Okay. Well, we he's hope he's listening. We hope well, he's listening. Okay. Well, we hope he's listening out there along with Michelle, and we hope they uh, appreciate our uh, show here today, as well as you, the public out there. We're hoping to hear from you each and every week. We're on TalkShoe.com every Monday, of course, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday from nine to eleven. You can listen to U.S. Revolution with Chad, Michelle, myself. Gerard and the rest of the panel from 9 to 11. Of course, uh, the number is 724-444-7444. Uh, Gerard, we're now going back to you, Howard, with match number four. So go right ahead with the fourth match. Oh, I got a doozy. I was just uh, thinking of it when I was standing here. All right. This is this is a good one. Yes. Here we go. Yep. From the new school, yes. will be Luke Harper. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, listen to this. From the old school will be Sid Vicious. Very nice. The cra- <laughs> battle crazies, if you will. One brainwashed and one just totally the ruler and master of the world. This this is very exciting. I like this one, too. I mean, this is another good one you're throwing at us. You're throwing some good ones at us today. And this is another good one I have to give you credit for. This is a really, really good genius match on your part. I love this one. This is actually another very exciting match here in more ways than one. Well done, sir. Well done, indeed. Um, give us your thoughts uh, as far as the victor goes before I throw it to John. Uh, wow, this would be a brutal match because these guys are almost 
uh, almost the same height, I think. Yeah. Uh, same, probably same weight. About that, yeah. Probably uh, just like go to the finish, like bad, a brutal uh, to the finish. I'd have to give it to Sid, though, I think. But uh, Luke is great. I, I'm a big fan of Luke, and mm-hmm. he's really approved since he came to the WWE. Okay, that's not bad. That's a good thought. Okay, uh, John, what do you think about this one? Two big, uh, again, big strong guys in Sid Vicious, the ruler and psycho of the world, if you will, and of course, Mr. Luke Harper. Oh man, Sid, Sid would tear Luke Harper apart. I mean, the jackknife is Sid's strongest, but that disgust clothesline Luke Harper has added, it's yeah. maimed pretty people before. Yeah. And I wonder if Luke Harper can cinch stand in on Sid. Yep. And if he does, it'll be game over for the former WWF champion. So you're going to take uh, Luke Harper, too. Uh, I think it's unanimous here, guys. I mean, as much as Sid's a good wrestler and he's had his issues outside of the ring, we know in the past, however, with his history, i got to go with Luke Harper in this one, too. I think Luke Harper is definitely strong, however, and I think he would definitely take down Sid a peg or two here, but that would be an awesome match in every sense of the word. All right, John, you're up on your fourth pick. Uh, go right ahead. All right. Um, hmm. Uh Kane versus yes. King Kong Bundy. Hmm, okay. Kane, the master of the slam. Bundy, the master of the five count, and Avalanche, formerly Bobby Heenan. Not a bad pick here. I mean, but Bundy's a little stronger, I think, than Kane is, but you never, I mean, depending on uh, if Kane can ever get up to King Kong's height, but I doubt that'll happen. But this will be a battle of two decent-sized big men in their own way. Uh, go ahead with your uh, thoughts on this one. Who would win? Well, I would say Kane because he has that devastating choke slam, and plus, Kane's brother, The Undertaker, has been in the ring with Bundy at WrestleMania 11. That's correct. Kane, Kane can buy, can steal a page off The Undertaker's book like Undertaker did in, uh, in Hartford at WrestleMania by body slamming Bundy. Yep. I mean, Kane could take a page out of his book. Right. And... Remember when he power slammed a big show? Yes, yes, that's that right. That could have been too. Oh, yes. I mean, it would be interesting. and We'll have to see if that – I mean, that would be very interesting to see. But like I said, I think Bundy's just a strong guy, however, and being with Bobby Heenan, I don't know if Paul Bear has enough in his uh, power at the urn, so to speak, to uh, Will Kane, but you never know. Uh, Gerard, what do you think of this one, Bundy versus uh, Kane? I'm a big fan of both because – Bundy was an awesome heel. Yes, he was, no uh, doubt. I'm gonna no have to about that, Gerhard. Yes, great matches with Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But go on, uh um uh, sorry about that, Gerard, go right ahead. Sorry about right. that. Uh no, I, this would be uh oh, this would be uh, an epic battle between the two, but I'm gonna have to go with Bundy on this. We'll have to go on old school. You're going old school again. Okay, uh, again, good match here, but you know what, Howard? I'm going to go with Gerard, you on this one as well. I think the five count and the splash by Bunny's too much. Sorry there, John. I think uh, King Kong, Howard, is just too strong, and I think Kane in the chokeslam is good, Howard, but Bunny that avalanche. You saw what he did to S.D. Jones in that very first WrestleMania, squash him in nine seconds. He fought Hulk Hogan over the years, and he's done a lot of damage to other guys, not just with Hogan and uh, S.D. Jones, but he was very dangerous at the time, back in the day, the Heenan 
family, if you remember, is a big muscle guy uh, next to Big John Studd, Andre the Giant. He was also at one time managed by Jimmy Hart, believe it or not. Many people didn't know that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Bundy in this one. All right. It's my turn again. Uh, before we do, ladies and gentlemen, I want to, again, give out the number. It is 724-444-7444, TalkShoe.com. You can listen to us. You can also listen on WCWS Raw Radio each and every Monday, 3 to 5 p.m. with the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and myself, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo. Today we got Gerard T. Smith, our King NWO advisor and birthday boy to be next Monday. We also have some special guests that come in every once in a while, but we also love to hear from you, the fans out there, because we do this show for you, and we want to make you excited. Excited as we are, how are talking wrestling with you, the public out there, each and every Monday, and of course Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can listen to Raw U.S. Revolution, Chad Hinshaw, Michelle, Queen Diva Dodds, the Hall of Famer, Gerard, of course, myself, as I mentioned, and of course the rest of our panel, Anne Marie, and of course a lot of our friends out there. Uh, hopefully they'll call in, however, in the weeks to come or in the next few weeks, however, to listen to our show. But if not, however, we're just here, the three of us today, kicking around old school versus new school. And we are so glad you could listen to us on this rare Monday, August the 10, 2015. Okay. We also, we also J.D., want to give a shout-out to yes. uh, the 16-year anniversary on Chris Jer- of Chris Jericho because it was August 9, 1999, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Jericho made his WWE debut. That's right. That is today. I forgot all about that. Thank you, John. Yes, uh, I remember that. That night in Chicago where he made the Millennium Man. And also, uh, I'm going to ask Gerard his thoughts on this. I got another anniversary to shout out before I give you my next pick. So, Gerard, uh, your thoughts about Jericho. 16 years ago tonight, he made his Raw debut in Chicago. Um, I thought it was epic uh i was a big jericho fan in wcw and uh i never knew he was coming to wwf and then i was watching raw that one night and the countdown was on and the rock was out there and here comes jericho to uh heal him like no other and it was an awesome uh encounter between the two it was, no question. It was a great night, and I became a Jericho fan in WCW, but more so, I mean, I've started watching, I mean, I've watched some of those old ECW matches, too. He was a pretty good competitor back in the day in ECW, going for the TV belt and facing guys like Shane Douglas and Taz, but I think once he got to WCW and he took on guys like Ray Jr. and Conan and Juventud Guerrero and Malenko, especially Malenko, however, that's when I think that was one of the better feuds he had with, without question, and like I said, how well, he made fun of uh, Malenko's family and how Malenko uh, gave him so much. Uh, basically, those two just went out there and tore it up every time out, no question about it. Uh, I, good. I'm uh, going to take a shower because my uh, dad, cause my dad has uh, asked me to be ready by 4.45, but I'm going to be back on, so I'm just going to... All right, all right, shower. go ahead. Jordan, I will I'll talk, and we'll be back with you shortly. Go right ahead. Okay. All right. I'm on the line, but okay, no problem. All right, folks, our friend John Gross is uh, getting ready to go out for the evening, as you can tell, but he's still joining us. Gerard T. Smith joining me as well, and, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, not Dean Malenko, but I sometimes think I have an attitude and semi-look like Dean Malenko. I don't know why, but 
maybe you'll disagree with me if you ever saw my picture. But anyway, that being said, this is U.S. Raw Radio, Episode 3, the number 724-444-7444, of course. We are talking old school and new school. Uh, right now, I'm going to go with my fourth match, however, before I uh, throw it over to Gerard for his fifth pick, and then, of course, we'll try to get John's pick, and then I'm going to tell you about another special anniversary that happened on this date today, however, as we will close out the show. Uh, my pick, uh, you guys ready for this one? This is a diva match now. It is going to be the Battle of the Huggers. Bailey versus Mickey James, believe it or not. I know you're thinking, what are you thinking, JD? Why are you thinking these two? Well, we know about Bailey's uh, huggable attitude, and she's going after that NXT belt. We know Mickey at one time was a huggable person before turning in a little nutcase, if you will, in WWE. But I think these two would have a pretty good match with each other. As far as my victor goes, I got to give it to Bailey. I'm sorry, Mickey James. However, as much as I'm a fan of your work, however, I got to go with Bailey, the huggable Bailey. Uh, Gerard, what do you think about this one? I think this would be a awesome matchup. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with Mickey James though. All right, uh, John, are you still with us? Uh, Bailey versus Mickey. Yeah, I didn't really take much shower, but I say it's gonna be uh, Bailey who will win. All right. I already uh, said, however, I mean, I, I, I went with, uh, like I said, I went with Bailey, too. So, all right. Uh, we're now on our fifth and final top five, old school versus new school here. Gerard is going to give us his last match, however. And with that said, Gerard, go ahead with your fifth match. Oh, this will be a good one. You'll like this one, J.D. Go uh, for it. New school is going to be Dolph Ziggler. Yep. Old school is going to be the franchise Shane Douglas. Another good one. Wow, you're coming out with some really good ones today, Gerard, and I think you definitely deserve the top uh, uh, number one status by far over me today with some of these picks. I love the picks you've made today, and John, you've made good picks too, don't get me wrong, but Gerard's come out with some great ones. Uh, All right, we got the franchise from my hometown of Pittsburgh, Dolph Ziggler, we know from Ohio. Uh, Go ahead, Gerard, give us your impressions. Who's going to win this one? Uh, I've always been a Shane Douglas fan. A lot of people bag on him, but uh, I've always been a fan of him. Uh, it's, this would be a, a high stakes matchup, uh, yep. very uh, fast pace. But I'm going to have to give it to the Shane Douglas. All right, the franchise, the man who's created quite a bit of controversy, we know, over the years, certainly wherever he goes. That is a very good pick. All right, uh, John, Dolph versus Shane. Who do you like in this one? The show-off. The show-off steals the show. Okay. And, Gerard, I'm going to go with you on this one. As much as I'm a Ziggler Mark at times, however, I love Shane Douglas, too, being from Pittsburgh. I've met the guy before. He's a great individual. He's a unique person. i got to say the franchise, however, even without the triple threat, even without the uh, revolution, however, which he had with CB, Eddie Guerrero, and, of course, Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn back in the day. Uh, and he also teamed up with a young Ricky Steamboat, if you remember, back in the day, too, in the early 90s, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think Shane Douglas and his attitude and his demeanor definitely would win it because we saw what he did back in the day in WCW when he threw down the championship belt, if you will, uh, following that matchup with two Colts Scorpio in August of 94 in Philadelphia. Um, with that said, however, uh, it is now 4.32 here on Monday, August 10, 2015. U.S. Raw Radio, TalkShoe.com. Our numbers are 
444-7444. You got JD, uh, the Iceman, DiGirolamo from Pittsburgh, John Groves, the human suplex machine from Virginia, is getting ready to go out for the evening, as we can tell, and I will be talking with him after the show later tonight. And, of course, Gerard T. Smith from uh, our uh, guest today, uh, King NWO, and, of course, uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday and Friday night, he will be on with Chad Hinshaw, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Queen Diva, and, of course, Jeff Teeters, Rhonda Wright, and the rest of Anne-Marie and the rest of the panel. And I hope they're all listening today. We just want to, again, send our love and good thoughts to you guys. We hope you're listening all out there today and enjoying our show here. And for you, the public out there, we'd love to hear more back from you on this show and our other shows on Revolution in more ways. So please feel free to call, like I said, uh, here on Mondays as well as Tuesday night. Wednesday night and Friday night. The number is 724-444-7444. Of course, we're here each and every Monday, 3 to 5 p.m. here in the East, 12 to 2 out West, and whatever time zone you're in, however, whatever part of the world you're in, hopefully you're listening to us or giving us a chance to uh, try to sample us and give us your thoughts. Uh, John, if you're with us uh, real quick, Howard, give us your last match, Howard, number five. The last match would have to be... Um, hmm. Randy Orton versus uh, um, Randy Orton versus Randy Orton versus Joyce, come back to you. Randy Orton versus DDP. Okay, uh, Gerard remembers this because we talked about this on our show last week, didn't we, Gerard? Yes, we did. All right. Yeah, this was about the Diamond Cutter versus the RKO. And, uh, John, you made this one, so go ahead. Uh, give us your impression about the Diamond Cutter versus Mr. RKO himself. I got to say, Mr. RKO wins. All right, you'll take Randy. And, Gerard, we heard what you said on one of the shows, sir, so reiterate to everyone out there what you said about this one. Uh, I picked DDP, right, I think? Yes, you did. I believe that is correct. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. All right. I picked DDP because DDP has a great story. Uh, He started when he was, like, 35 or 36. Mm -hmm. He managed, and then he started wrestling late. Yep. He has a great story, and uh, he's doing the... CDP yoga thing right now. Mm-hmm. He helped out Jake uh, Snake and Scott Hall. And, yep. Uh, I think he's a great man. Yes. And you know what? I'm going to make it uh, unanimous. I think DDP is going to beat RKO here. Sorry there, John. I'm going to take DDP as well. All right. I'm going to go with my last pick, however, mind you. And then uh, we're going to have closing thoughts here from each and all of us on, uh, on the show. Uh I've already picked a couple, four good ones, Howard. This is another tough one to decide, but you know what, Howard? I'm going to say, uh, wow, this is tough. I mean, I've gone with Divas. I'm going to throw this one out as, again, a singles person. I'm going to say Dusty Rhodes, ladies and gentlemen, versus, versus now. This is the old school, and now I'm going to go new school. Uh... Dusty Rhodes versus... Wow, this is really tough. Um, all right, I'm going to say Dusty Rhodes versus Kevin Owens, guys. I mean, two big men in their own way. I mean, the bionic elbow versus the pop-up powerbomb. This would be a very interesting battle, to say the least. I mean, Dusty in his prime, I think, has the fans behind him. I think the Dream wins this one. John, go ahead. Oh, I have to go with... 
to take on Becky Lynch in Charlotte. I know I'm crazy for saying this, Howard. We have not seen this yet from these four, Howard. I mean, we've seen three of these four commit. We have not seen Tamina actually in the ring yet. I think we could see it very well tonight, Howard, and I think the Divas could get the main event spotlight tonight, if you ask me. We'll have to wait and see, but only time will tell. Again, it is 20 to 5 right now, 4.40 p.m. in the east, 1.40 out west, 3.40 in the central time zone. And, of course, the number is 724-444-7444. Like I said, this is U.S. Raw Radio, episode number three. Uh, Next week, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will uh, have a somewhat uh, special show, if you will. And uh, that's to say it's going to be a very special show indeed, however, in more ways than one as uh, we will let you know about that in time. Of course, uh, if you have any questions, you just can log on to our website, TalkShoe.com. You can uh, give us a comments of your own opinion and uh, share with us your thoughts. And we also love to hear back from you on this show as well as our other shows. Uh, Raw Revolution, of course, as you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, of course. The NWO Wolfpack show on Thursday nights, which has been very good, Howard, and successful by our good friends there, Chad Hinshaw, Michelle Queen Diva Dodge, Gerard T. Smith, of course, uh, Anne Marie, and of course uh, Jeff Teeters, and the rest of our panel, and of course Rhonda Rush Wright. Uh, so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to kind of close this out a little early here, shortly. But before we do that, I'm going to ask Gerard before we go. Do you have any more uh, things to say there, Gerard? I just want to say, have you? Uh, did you watch the Click DVD? Oh yes. Uh, no, I told John I was about to. I, I said last week I was going to. I keep forgetting. It's been crazy the last week. Uh, I actually no, I did not. Um, I did watch, however, last night. However, besides the baseball game between Pittsburgh and LA, afterwards watch on another old school DVD, the best of Monday Nitro Volume One. I was on it. Uh, I've been watching a couple old school matches of it. I'm going to take the click with me. Or I might watch it maybe before the week is out, hopefully, and give you an early review of it next week. Uh, I also have the Money Network Volume 1 DVD that was on the WWE Network. Volume 2, of course, is coming out very soon on DVD. And, of course, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Nitro, Volume Number 3 with Mr. DDP himself. Yes, folks, Diamond Dallas Page hosting it once again as WCW More of Monday Nitro will be featured in your stores everywhere, whether it be Best Buy, Target, Walmart, wherever. Be sure to pick up your copy because I know I'm getting my copy, and I will be very excited to see it when it comes out tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out this week, Howard, and hopefully before the week's out, I'll let you know how it is. And if not, I will let you guys know about it when we, uh, let's just say, uh, return to the air here in more ways than one. Um, Anything else, uh, Gerard, before we cut you loose? No, no, I'm good. All right, John, anything else from you? No, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, with that said, it is now... About 4.45 p.m., we are ending this a little abrupt early. We will be back with you again. The number is 724 444 not 4.45 yet. Well, I'm calling it 4.45 as I see it, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, as they always say. But uh, we're definitely ending it a little early, as expected. I want to thank my two guests for coming on the show. We want to thank you, the public, also for listening to us today. And we hope to hear back from you again here on Talk. The number is 724-444-7444. 
We will see you hopefully whenever. We will talk to you again whenever. Of course, tomorrow night, Gerard and I will be uh, on with Chad Hinshaw and Michelle and the rest of the panel talking about Raw. We'll be talking a little bit about Tough Enough. Of course, Total Divas is on tomorrow night. We mentioned a little bit of Tough Enough uh, uh, as well at the beginning uh, before Gerard came on with us today. And, of course, John and I gave us... uh, our NXT predictions. We might talk about that maybe next time, or maybe uh, Gerard will share us his thoughts about NXT if he, if he wants to real quick before we uh, close it out. If that's fine with you, Gerard. Oh, of course. I think NXT is awesome. Uh, everything on there is uh, is groundbreaking. Uh, yep. It's very. Uh, it's good to see, and it's good to see all these young. Uh, young bloods, I well, I call them young bloods. Uh, I do too. I do too. Yep. Trying to, uh, you know, trying to claw and trying to claw their way up to the the big time, and that's what it's all about in NXT. Yep. And uh, I'm telling you, to anyone who watches NXT, whether whether you're a kid, whether you're a teenager, whether you're an adult, I'm telling you this: NXT is the hottest thing going in the WWE today. Exactly. You're exactly. You're exactly right, John. And uh, Gerard said it best too. Uh, what was that, John? You lost you for a minute. What'd you say again? And if anyone, and if anyone hasn't experienced that yet, tune in to the W. Then go to your computer and watch the W and get the WWE Network. Yeah. Watch WWE NXT so you can watch the best, the best young rookies. And the veteran, and the veterans too, no question about it. And we will see what happens next Sunday. I almost said next Sunday, next Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn. It is going to be a fun weekend up there in Brooklyn, New York. I have a few friends up there in the New York area. I know they're looking forward to the big weekend up there. Uh, John and I made our predictions earlier there, Gerard. So quickly, I'm going to throw out uh, the names and uh, quickly give us uh, your uh, prediction on each match before we call it a day. Okay. Gerard. Oh, what what was that, sir? That's right. I said uh, John and I made our predictions early, however, for the uh, predictions that will happen at the TakeOver special in Brooklyn, which is sold out for next Saturday. Uh, there we uh, quickly gave us our thoughts in the overall winner of each match. So we're going to get your uh, overall winner on each match, however, before we call it a day. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I our, think uh, Finn's going to win. All right. Uh, and uh we got Samojo versus Baron Corbin. Okay, hold on. Uh ooh. That's a pretty brutal match. Uh Yep. I'm gonna go Samoa there. Alright. We did too. Juice and Lager versus Tyler Breeze. This is the one I'm really excited about. Yeah, that that one kind of bothers my mind because you should put over Justin Tur- uh, Liger, but yeah. you should put over Tyler because he's young and he, he needs right. to win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he does because I mean, Liger's a great legend. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we said he's a fantastic legend. He's fought so many great matches over the years in the light heavyweights with the Pillmans, the uh, Rey Mysterios, the Eddies, and so on and so on. And so it makes sense. Yeah, Prince Pretty uh, gets uh, the dupe here. I agree. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, the women's matchup. Uh, I'd say Bailey because Sasha's in the big leagues now. Yep, I agree there. And the last one we got right now is uh, listed at the moment: Blake and Murphy, Wesley Blake, Buddy Murphy, the NXT champs versus English and Gotch, the Vaudevillians. 
I'm gonna have to. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm big fan of Blake and Murphy. So I. John went with John went with him too. I went with the Vaudevillians. I went against you both. I think on that one. Yes, I did. And of course, uh, the other big news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a debut of Apollo Cruz, formerly Yuha Nation, six one two sixty from Atlanta, Georgia, making his. Uh, NXT debut, however, next week. He was trained by Curtis Mr. Hughes, if you all remember him, and uh, he will be making his interesting uh, debut, if you will, coming up next Saturday night in Brooklyn. Who knows? We also might see a couple big names like Hideo, Tommy, and maybe Sami Zayn uh, show up. I mean, I know Sami Zayn was on last week talking about his recovery. I know he's still a few months away from returning to the ring. We know Hideo, Tommy, Kenta is also on his way back. I love this guy. I cannot wait to see this guy come up on the roster within the next year or so. Same way with Finn Balor. I mean, these are three guys I think WWE is going to also be really high on in the next few years, how I'm bringing them up to the roster in time, depending on how they do in NXT. But they continue to shine brightly, if you ask me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, we are about done, however, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I want to thank my guests, however, as I thanked them earlier before we, uh, a little too early, but I'm going to do it now again, this time until next time, however. Uh, we got the human suplex machine, John Gross. Gerard T. Smith, heel NWO, king NWO, shall we say. And, of course, I'm your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. The number is 724-444-7444. com, U.S. Raw Radio, each and every Monday, 3 to 5 p.m. You can listen to John and me. Also, you might have Gerard join us and a few other guests join us. But uh, tomorrow night, just sort of join Chad Hinshaw, Michelle Dodds, Gerard, myself, and whoever else on TalkShoe from 9-11. And, of course, we'll be on Wednesday night and Friday night as well, giving you our thoughts and opinions. But tomorrow night should be a great show going over Raw, and maybe who knows what else we'll be discussing. So, and, one, and one last thing before we go. Yes, uh, John, go right ahead. To any fan that's going to be at the WWE Raw Live event tonight, we ask you and encourage you not to throw stuff in the ring, because if you do that, there's a possibility that you're going to be banned for life. <laughs> well said, John. I think, Gerard, I think you're going to have to have a chuckle at that one, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, with that was said, my, That was my public service announcement. Well, we appreciate that, and I think everyone's going to take that statement into heart now from now on, however. We'll wait and see where we go from here. With that said, this is Raw Revolution, or U.S. Revolution, should I say, on Raw Radio. We will be back next time, however. We want to thank you for listening to us again. TalkShoe.com, 724 444-7444. Yes. And we will be back with you again next time. So for my colleagues right now, this is J.D. saying so long, and we will see you again next time. Have a great week, everyone. Doodles. Bye-bye. With Lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.